Hello, welcome back to Hot Girls Can't Drive. I'm your host, Bree, and welcome back again to my bedroom in Maryland. How's everybody doing? Last time we talked, last, was it Sunday? I made a whole entire podcast episode about the fact that one of my favorite video games from my childhood, Pop Tropica, was shutting down. And I felt like before we got into this podcast episode, it was my civil duty to all of you to inform you that Pop Tropica is in fact not shutting down. This was really funny and also embarrassing because I feel like I said I recorded this entire episode. I mean, wasn't we didn't talk about Pop Tropica the entire time, but literally the title of the podcast was R.I.P. Pop Tropica. I upload that podcast episode and then, you know, I'm just doing whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to go onto Twitter and see if anyone else is talking about Pop Tropica because I just am interested to see if anyone else cares as much as I do. I go onto Pop Tropica's official Twitter page and I see the first post is um, them saying that it was a hoax and that it was a lie and a rumor and that Pop Tropica is not shutting down. So literally, I made that entire episode and lied to everyone and probably a, the part of the problem because I started the whole, I mean, I didn't start it, but I continued the whole rumor that Pop Tropica was shutting down. So if you're a Pop Tropica fan, do not fret, do not worry. They're not shutting down. It was a hoax. So that was a little bit embarrassing for me. And that is just proof to not believe everything that you read on TikTok, I guess, which I should have known, but this was an educational moment for me that I need to double check my sources before I go making a whole podcast episode about it. I really don't think anybody actually cared because that the last podcast episode did not do so well in the ratings. And I think it's just because literally people were like, Brie, who gives a fuck? (laughs) Like I really cared because like I grew up in elementary school playing Pop Tropica with my friends. So I thought it was kind of funny to talk about it in a podcast episode, but I really think no one else gave a fuck other than me. So maybe I'm like the only one caring about this, but that was actually so funny. Literally the whole premise of that episode was so funny. Them not actually shutting down and then also no one watching that podcast episode because no one gave a fuck. So that was actually so funny, but um... Okay, so how are you? I'm recording this Sunday, kind of Sunday evening, so Christmas is getting ready to be tomorrow. How are we feeling about that, girlies? I kind of don't know how I feel anymore. I used to love Christmas. I feel like when you get older, it's not that fun anymore. It's also, it's usually just stressful for me because I'm always running around because I'm a giant procrastinator, so I always wait till last minute to get people's gifts. Um, But, you know, here we are whatever these sunglasses by the way I'm wearing these sunglasses inside I look weird I know but um if you're on YouTube you'll see my sunnies I got these as a secret Santa present for one of my friends Christmas parties I actually had two Christmas parties I had to go to but I got these sunnies how do we feel about them they're I'm pretty sure they're from Amazon so go cop your own sunglasses we can twin but yeah um what else has been happening oh well kind of what I'm going to be talking about in this episode specifically is my worst date stories. And it was actually funny because I was planning on making this podcast episode like before this happened, but I ended up going on a date on, um, what was it on Saturday? Oh, was it yesterday? 
Oh, yeah, it was yesterday. Duh. Yeah, yesterday I went on a date and, you know, it was fun. We just got lunch. Um, I don't really, I don't really know how I feel yet. I don't want to speak about it too much just in case there's tea. And I honestly wasn't going to say anything at all about it. But then I was like, well, I'm going to make a whole podcast talking about my worst date story. So I might as well mention it to the people, to my besties. But yeah, we're not going to talk about that specific date that much just because I'm not ready to speak on that topic. But I just thought it was so funny that I went on this date when I was literally thinking about making a podcast talking about all my worst dates. And I was like, please, Lord above, do not make this onto my list. I want this date to be good. And it was not, it was not, it was not a bad date. So, um, yeah, that's the premise of this video. Um, I think we'll just go ahead and get into it. So, like I just said, this episode, I'm going to be talking about my worst date stories just because I feel like everyone, all my friends will go out with guys that they meet on like Tinder or whatever. And they're always talking about, um, how horrible their date was and like something that they think is embarrassing happened, but it's really not that embarrassing. Like my friend will come home and be like, Oh, I spilled, I got a coffee stain on my shirt. That was so embarrassing. And I'm like, girl, if that's your worst date, like bless you because you have, you must have such good karma. And I don't because I've been on some really rough dates before and most of them don't make it to the second date. We all know I'm really picky and I get the ick really easily, but this isn't even that. This is like generally bad date stories. And some of it is me embarrassing myself. Well, actually, most of it is me embarrassing myself um, because I'm just so awkward and I can't be a normal functioning human being in society. So um, I guess we'll just go ahead and get into it. As always, I have a list on... I have a list on my phone, so I'm just going to be reading that. Do we like the sunglasses on? Does it look weird with the glare of the light? Should I have them off? Hey, queens. Um, oh, let me make my hair not look rough. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. So I kind of, I don't really have this in order. I don't, okay, I was trying to think when, what my first date was, and I honestly don't even remember my first date, which is so bad. I think it might have been the one I'm about to talk about right now, which is actually so funny that this was my worst, one of my worst, this is like peak worst date story. And I'm pretty sure this was also my first date, but I don't remember what my first date was, but I'm pretty sure it was this. Basically when I was, I guess this would have been freshman year of high school. I went on a date with a guy and I don't remember how we met, but I remember that he was Instagram DMing me. I think it was through a mutual friend because I played softball in high school. And so I went on the date, this date with this guy that was like friends with one of my softball teammates. Anyways, so the date was we went to a baseball game. It was Orioles baseball game because I'm from Maryland. So we went to the Orioles baseball game and it was me, him, his guy friend and this other girl. And I guess this guy friend was taking this other girl on a date. So it was like the four of us. And he picks me up in his car and whatever, like he's one, of, he was a car guy. So he really loved his car. Um, I don't know why that, I guess it kind of matters to the plot. Anyways, just, he was a car guy and he was, I was taller than him. So already I knew I wasn't really into him, but you know, he asked me to go out. So I was like, yeah, like I'll just go for fun. You know, whatever. And I think at the time I was in denial that it was a date. Cause I kept telling my mom, my sister, I'm like, no, this isn't a date. I'm not going on a date. We're just hanging out, bitch. Obviously this random ass guy was not going to ask you to just hang out and go to the Orioles game with him. Like, obviously it was a date, but at the time I was like, no, it's not a date because you know, I was, 
uh, 15-year-old freshman I thought I was too cool for dates. But this guy was a junior. He was older. Um, so maybe it was for the best that we didn't get a second date. Spoiler, we didn't get a second date. Um, but it's probably for the best because little freshman me did not need to be dating a junior in high school. Like, that's just too much of an age gap for me. Anyways, so we're at the Orioles game. I remember it was extremely hot and I was sweating profusely. So already embarrassing because I'm like sweating so freaking much. And I was, I mean, I still am, but I was in my like really bad makeup era. I talked about this in another podcast episode, but like I, it was when I would like cake my face in foundation that was like three shades lighter than my skin. So foundation is like sweating, running down my face. Not really. Okay. I'm being a little sarcastic, but it was, it was rough. Makeup gone, sweating, whatever. Um, the whole Orioles game was just kind of awkward because I didn't know how to talk to guys. I mean, I still don't really know how to talk to guys, but like then I really didn't know how to talk to guys. So it was already awkward. Anyways, so the game's over, whatever. I don't remember anything like horrible happening. I was wearing a white t-shirt. Let's start off with that too. Um, (laughs) you'll understand why that's important to the plot, but anyways, so he we all drive back in his car he drops off his guy friend and the other girl at their house and then he's driving me back to my house and it's like a pretty good distance from like the stadium to my house so we stop at a gas station and he's filling up his car with gas and I for some reason as a 15-year-old, I had never had to fill up a car with gas before, which is, like, really random that I had never done that before, but I just hadn't because I wasn't driving at the time, and I guess, like, whenever I was driving in a car with someone, they would always fill up the gas for the car, so, like, really random, but at this point, I had never filled up a car with gas, so anyways, I'm just sitting in his car while he's filling up gas, and then he opens the door, and he's like, I have to go to the bathroom. Can you take out the gas pump when it reaches, like, $15? Because usually when you're doing gas, like, you just want to fill it up the whole way. So you just, like, press the lever and then push the little thing down. And it just pops back and the gas stops when it fills. But he wanted at a specific number. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So my dumbass gets out of his car. I'm, like, waiting for it to reach 15. And he has, like, the thing on it. Or the – how do I explain this? He has, like, the thing pressed so the gas is just, like, flowing. So I'm not physically holding the handle right? It's just flowing. I hope this is making sense. So anyways, my dumbass gets out of the car. It reaches 15 on the thing. So I'm like, okay. So I don't like pull the thing back to stop the gas from flowing. I just yank that fucking thing out of the car. And as you can expect, gas gets all over me, all over my shirt, all over my pants, all over my shoes, all over me. Everyone else in the gas station is looking at me like, what the fuck? Cause they're literally just holding a gas pump and gas is spraying everywhere. And I finally like figure out to pull the thing back and stop it. But like at this point I'm covered in gasoline. So he comes out and he's, and he's like, what the fuck happened to you? And I tell him that I accidentally pulled the thing out when I forgot to stop it. So here I am drenched in gasoline and at this point my white shirt is see-through so like full bra just out really embarrassing good thing I was wearing like a normal bra not some like crazy bra that would have been so embarrassing so he he pulls he goes into his trunk and he pulls out some like nasty ass work shirt so he's like here put this on so I put the work shirt on over my shirt but I still reek of gasoline because I'm covered in it and that shit smells so gross and he's a car guy so his car is like Well, it was like a truck. 
I don't really even be knowing anything about cars, but I knew that he really cared about his car. And we still have like a 30 minute drive back to my house. So I have to sit next to him in his car that he really cares about in his work shirt, drenched and stinking of gasoline the entire car ride home for 30 minutes. I had to sit in the car like that. And like, he seemed really chill about it. Like he didn't seem to care. Of course, I am like, so actually so embarrassed. And it's kind of crazy because literally like a few days later after this whole ordeal happens, he asks me out on a second date. And like this time he like actually said it's a date and he wanted to go see a movie. And I specifically remember the movie because it was when the live action Aladdin with Will Smith was out. So it was that specific movie. And I remember because I was so embarrassed of this whole situation and also the fact that he was shorter than me because I don't go out with guys shorter than me. We all know this. Um, I lied to him and told him I was talking to someone. So because I didn't want to just say no. I don't even know why. Like I would like nowadays I would have just been like, no, but like I didn't I didn't wanna be mean, I guess. So I just lied and told him I was talking to someone and I never went out with him since. And then the craziest part of this whole entire well, not the craziest part, but then my friends on the softball team that I met him through started dating him, like after I said I wasn't in, I was too embarrassed. And they're still together to this day. And we don't really talk anymore, but if either of them are listening to this, I take full credit for that relationship happening because if I hadn't poured gasoline all over myself and been too embarrassed to go out on a second date, they might not be together. So you're welcome, Queens. But that was actually so, that was really embarrassing. And for a first date, like imagine little, imagine you as a 15 year old self sitting in this junior's guy's car drenched in gasoline. And that was me. And Honestly, that wasn't even the worst one because there was another time. And I also don't know if you would consider this a date too. It's have you guys know, like when you go on dates, but you guys don't really call them dates. You're just hanging out. But like looking back, it was obviously a date. This was one of those situations. Um, and so this was with me and this other guy, a different guy. Um, and this was maybe eighth grade, maybe ninth grade, 10th grade. This was like my early teens and I went to this amusement park and it was like close by everyone from like my, I guess it was in high school. So this was high school. Um, everyone in my high school went to this like carnival that this fire department was having. And my mom and her friend drove me and this guy to the, um, um, carnival because we were too young. We didn't drive at the time. So, um, we were like riding all these rides and we were like eating food, you know, whatever, like joking around, having fun. Um, and fun facts about me, you might not know this, but I actually get motion sick and it go, it's gotten like worse and better. It's like come in waves as I've grown up. Like when I was really little, I would get really motion sickness, sick. And then it went away for a really long time and then it came back and now I get motion sick pretty easily. Um, but at the time I like didn't think that I was motion sick. I thought I had grown out of it. So we're just like chilling on all the rides. And, you know, he wants to go on like all the super spinny, crazy rides. And I'm, you know, I want to be cool. I want to like show off to him, even though I like never went on those rides. So I was going on all these super spinny, crazy rides. And I remember feeling nauseous, but I was just like, well, you know, I'm whatever, like it'll go away. So I was doing fine, whatever. The date went fine. And then we are in the car with my mom and her friend in the front seat. 
And like, I'm sure you know where this is going at this point, but he's sitting next to me in the backseat of the car and I projectile vomit all. Okay, Brie, don't be so sarcastic, but I throw up all over myself next to him at the end of our date in the backseat. So this was also extremely embarrassing for me because I really liked him at the time. I thought he was super cute and we went to school together Actually, no, that's a lie. We didn't go to school together, but I was really good friends with him. And it was so embarrassing because like, of course, like, of course, this like the whole date went well. And of course, because of my motion sickness, I throw up over myself and he's just sitting there. And it was good because like I held it in. (laughs) This is gross. I really felt like nauseous the whole car ride back to his house because we had to drop him off. But I was like, I had pulled it together and I was so close to the finish line. He, we had, we had pulled up to the driveway for his house. He was about to get out of my mom's car when I projectile vomit in my mother's car. So I was like 30 seconds away from throwing up and him not noticing and being in the clear. But of course he was in the car when I throw up. So that was really embarrassing because obviously throwing up is embarrassing in front of everyone, especially a guy that you like at the end of, at the end of a date. Um, and we never ended up dating. We're still like kind of friends. Like we're friendly. We don't really talk anymore, but obviously like nothing. I don't even think, honestly, I don't think if that went well, if we still, if we would have even dated, because I don't even know if we would, if I would consider that a date, but I liked him. And so I consider it a date, but either way, like, even if it wasn't a date, throwing up in front of a guy you like is actually so embarrassing. Um, and so that was a little bit, I remember like cringing about that for years, like years, I would think about that moment and cringe about it. Like, um, it was like, I had permanent Sunday scaries that would just never go away. And that was my life. So that was really rough. Ooh, another one, this one, this one is a little bit controversial because the guy said that something else happened. And I'm pretty sure that something different than what he's claiming happened. I'll go into detail about this. But if this actually happened, this is actually so funny. So I was in this situationship with the guy and I ended up ending things. This was senior year of high school. So this was pretty recent. I was in a situationship with a guy and I ended up ending things with him. I don't even know why, because I'm, you know, I'm so picky. Like looking back, I kind of wish I didn't end things with him because he's actually really nice. Sorry if I'm about to embarrass you on the podcast. He, he probably isn't even listening, but um, he was a really nice guy. But I remember like, I just was like, no. Um, so we, he used to drive me everywhere. Like we would hang out. He would drive me different places and we would, I don't know, we would just do whatever kids in senior high school, like we would go to like a shopping center and like go out to eat, um, hang out with like mutual friends. So anyways, he took me out like one time when we were driving and I was kind of being dry the whole time. I was kind of being a bitch. And I think he could tell that like, I was going to end things with him. And like, we, we were like deep into a situationship. So it wasn't like we had just gone on a couple of dates. Like we were pretty deep into a situationship, like pretty sure that like it was, he was going to make it official pretty soon. And I was just like, Nope, I'm not, I don't want to do it anymore. So we're like sitting in my car outside of my house. We're like parked on the court outside my house. And I like end things with him, you know, while I'm sitting in his car before I'm about to get out. And I'm like, I don't even know what I said. You know, you're normal. Like, it's not you. It's me shit. And then I get out of my get out of his car. 
And I could tell he was really upset. And I felt really bad. I could tell he was really upset. So I get out of his car and I'm walking towards my house. So my, my back is turned to him. And all of a sudden, while I'm, my, my driveway is really long. So I'm like halfway to my house. And all of a sudden, I hear this really loud crunch. And I turn around and my, his car is like speeding away. So in my mind, I'm like, he just hit a fucking car because like the way he backed up, if he had backed up enough, he would have hit my neighbor's car. So in my brain, you know, I heard a sound that sounded like a car hitting another car. So I'm like, this man was just so upset. I ended this with him that he actually just hit a car right now. So I am like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do in this situation. So I just like hurry up inside my house. And I'm like, I can't even do this right now. So I call my mom and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this guy just hit our neighbor's car. And I saw it and I didn't say anything. So like, am I an accessory to a crime? Like, am I about to go to jail? And then she was like, I don't even remember what my mom said, to be honest, because this was a few years ago. But basically, I never found out if he actually hit my neighbor's car or if he hit the curb. I never saw a dent in my neighbor's car. So he claims he hit the curb and he didn't hit my neighbor's car because mutual friend told me this, um, which probably could have been it. He could have just hit the curb. Um, but if he hit my neighbor's car, that makes the story 20,000 times funnier. And so, um, I'm kind of, naturally, I never mind. I was going to say, I'm kind of hoping in my neighbor's car, but obviously I don't because, that would actually be so foul, but that would actually be, if I had known hundred percent that he hit my neighbor's car, the story would have been so much funnier, but he claims he just hit the curb. I don't know, but I remember like being so mortified because I was like, oh my God, this poor guy just, I just ended things with him. And now he just went and like hit his car. <laughs> That's just the briefish effect. Sorry about it. Um, but no. And then later I was like, oh, like I shouldn't have ended things with him. Um, but whatever, you know, but that was really funny. Like at the time that was really funny. And I'm like, of course this shit happens to me. Like, of course this happens to me. I swear the craziest shit happens to me and everyone, no one ever believes me. And then I tell them stories like this and they're like, oh yeah, that's actually kind of crazy. Um, what's another one? Oh, this is another example of was this a date question mark? I'm pretty sure he liked me, question mark. These are all like situationship hangouts, I guess we'll call them. See, I should title this podcast Crazy Situationship Hangout Stories because like, I feel like as, in this day and age, as a Gen Zer, I rarely do we ever define things as dates. We're just like, hey, you want to hang out? So this was another situationship hangout. So this guy, one of like the main things I would do in high school for fun with my friends was go to the gym down the road because this gym was open 24 seven. And there was a lot of kids from my high school that go to this gym. I still go to this gym and there's still other kids that go to this gym whenever I'm home. Um, so this, the gym was like the hangout spot. Like if we didn't have anything else to fucking do in Maryland, because it's Maryland, we would go to the gym and like work out and mess around and see other kids we knew from high school. So this would have been junior year of high school. I was hanging out with this, this group of friends, like me, my girlfriend, and then like a couple other guys. And there was this one guy that I really liked. Um, and he was like, you know, totally my type, super tall, really loved to work out at the gym. So I would go to the gym specifically just to hang out with him. And at the time, I've talked about this before, but this was when I was doing like that underground boxing ring where I was like, the only girl at that boxing ring that probably shouldn't have been open. It was probably a little bit illegal. Um, and I had been doing boxing. And so the gym I was going at had um, a boxing, uh, what's it thing called? A punching bag. 
So, and they had some gloves. So we went in there and I was like, you know, trying to be cool and show off to this guy that I was like super good at boxing. So I put on the gloves and we're like messing around whenever. And I'm like punching the punching bag. And my dumbass, like, I guess I like hit the punching bag wrong or like hit it at a weird angle, but I fucking break my wrist in front of this guy trying to show off to him in the, um, in the gym because that was like our hangout spot and so like I don't think he realized that I broke my wrist because I have a really high pain tolerance so I was able to just like shrug it off and be like oh like let's just go do something else and then I drove home my wrist was super swollen it was like literally could feel it pulsing it hurt so much but I like convinced myself it wasn't a big deal because I didn't want to be embarrassed and so I was I think like subconsciously if I've I told myself it wasn't a big deal then it wouldn't have been a big deal so I I, you know, I shrug it off, whatever. It's really swollen. My mom's like, girl, go get that. Uh, my mom was like, girl, go breathe talk. My mom was like, girl, go get that checked out. And I was like, no, it's fine. So the craziest part of the story is that I continued to go about my daily life for like three weeks before I finally got went and got my wrist x-rayed and realized it was broken. And by daily life, I mean that I was playing softball on a broken wrist. Like I put a, I got a brace from like CVS and I braced my wrist to help it, but I was fully playing softball on a broken wrist for three weeks before I finally got an x-ray and was put in a cast for it. Like I was hit, I would hold on to the bat. Like this microphone is fake, so I can do this. I would hold on to the bat like this and this I'm left-handed. So my right hand was the broken wrist hand and I would literally just hit the ball with my left hand, basically, and just use the right hand for support because I couldn't get like a full grip on it because my wrist hurt so bad whenever I would hit the softball. And then I was also full on throwing a softball with a broken wrist. And I remember my coach at the time was like so freaked out. And I had, so I had to get a doctor's note. It was such a dumb doctor's note, like giving me permission. And my mom had to write a letter giving me permission to play because she was so freaked out. And I remember telling everyone, it's just a sprain. It's just a sprain. It's going to get better. And then finally it didn't get better. So my mom took me to like some place and they x-rayed it and they were like, bitch, that shit's broken. And I told them I had been playing softball on it for three weeks and they were actually like, how the fuck? But it's because I have such a high pain tolerance that I just thought it was sprained. And so then I had to wear a cast for like four weeks, four to six weeks. It was the most, it was so fucking infuriating because I still played basket or basketball. I still played softball with my broken wrist in a cast. I have pictures. It was actually the craziest thing I've ever done. I could barely throw because I couldn't bend my wrist. So I was trying to throw a softball and I was hitting with a cast on. No one's ever allowed to tell me I'm not determined. But I played softball with the cast on for like six weeks. And I lied because I was so embarrassed that I broke my wrist trying to show off to this guy boxing that I lied and told all my friends that I broke it playing softball when in reality I broke it boxing and you might be one of my friends finding this out right now because I was actually so mortified that literally the only reason why I broke my wrist was because I was trying to show off to this guy I liked but yeah that's the truth I broke my wrist boxing in the gym um and needless to say that guy and I did not ever get together either so um you know, <laughs> good job, Brie. Um, but that was another embarrassing situationship hangout story. Um, I think I literally remember after the gym, we went to IHOP and then it was closed. Um, but I specifically remember like sitting outside the IHOP parking lot being like, my hand hurts so fucking much, but like trying to suck it up because we were hanging out. 
Um, anyways, that was actually so foul. And then another time I was a bad, this was not, I didn't consider this a date. I think the guy I went with considered this a date, but I wasn't really interested in him. So I didn't consider it a date, but, um, the same friend group I was just talking about, the, the old, the guys were older than me. So they were seniors. So for prom, this other guy in the friend group, not the boxing guy, a different guy asked me to be his date to the prom because he wanted a date and we were all friends. And I really wasn't interested in this guy. I really didn't really find him that attractive, but you know, I wanted to go to prom and I was a junior and I thought it would be so cool to go to prom. So I was like, okay. So we went, um, and it really would have been like a whatever story, like, oh, I went to prom and had fun. But the, uh, maybe like two days before prom, I, I took this all day lifeguard certification class through Red Cross. And usually those certification classes are split up into a couple days. But this certification class was like an all day thing. So if you spend all day doing this lifeguard certification, you'll like get it out of the way. So I had put on sunblock. Okay, I put on sunblock. But during the certification class, we were like jumping in and out of the pool. And we were doing a lot of stuff in the sun, like next to the pool on the pool deck, like the CPR stuff. Also, if you hear that banging, someone's setting off fireworks right now. I don't know if you can hear that. I'm literally in the basement. My com- my community loves setting off fireworks for literally every single holiday. So there's some fireworks going off right now. Um. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So we were in the sun a lot. And I'm a white girl, like really white. And so I always burn super easily. And I really try to put on sunblock. But I guess because I was getting in now the pool so much, the sunblock got like washed away and then I wasn't applying it regularly so my back got so burned so burned my shoulder specifically that I got some like blisters and it was peeling like probably some third degree burn type shit and I did I tell you I did everything I could to get my skin back to normal before this prom I was like doing this weird at this weird ass like oat milk bath thing I was like putting all of this cream on it I was like exfoliating it I was trying everything to get my skin to like stop flaring up before prom and it was just not enough and my prom dress was like the spaghetti strap prom dress so shoulders and back are in like full view so I pull up to this prom to take prom pictures and I literally look like a fucking snake shedding because my shoulders are peeling and I like this is probably not smart but I was like putting concealer on it to try to hide it but it literally just made it look worse so I just look like my I look like a fucking like half snake half human hybrid shit on my shoulders and so I go to the prom and I apologize for my prom day I'm like I am so sorry. I look like a fucking snake right now. And he was really nice about it, but I was so embarrassed. And then I went to prom and all these girls look so pretty. And I'm over here like looking like a snake shedding. And like throughout the night, I forgot about it. So it ended up being okay. But I remember at the time being so embarrassed that my shoulders were like, like flaking off skin. Like you would touch me, my shoulder, my skin would flake off. And um, I'm like at prom and I'm supposed to be like pretty. Um, So that was really embarrassing. But it was more like that was just an embarrassing story. I don't know if I would consider I think he considered it a date because I was his prom date, but I wasn't interested in him. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to prom. Um, and it wasn't even my school's prom. It was like a different school's prom. So it was really funny. But um, yeah, that was super embarrassing for me. This is like a really short story, but um, my... 
actually, I'm not going to say who I was going to, I was going to say someone, but I don't want to give, okay, rude. I don't want to give too much information away, but I went on a first date with this guy and this ended up being multiple dates. Like this was not just a one date guy. Like everyone else's was like, we went on multiple dates, which briefish you're so fucking dumb for this but um I went on a date with this guy we went to Quadoba for our first date and I remember sitting in Quadoba and I don't even remember how this came up but the guy told me that his parents used to be in a cult like a full-on fucking cult and um I don't even I think it was like I don't even know what kind of cult, but I think it was it was a weird ass cult like one you've seen on like Netflix type shit and I remember being like, oh, okay. And I went on multiple dates with him afterwards and it did not end well. And I sometimes blame the fact that he was a horrible person on the fact that his parents were in a cult. So um, that was a little bit embarrassing for me. Like looking back, I was like, that like talk about a red flag if I've ever, ever seen one. Like y'all think that you like to ignore the red flags. This guy told me his parents were in a cult and I proceeded to go on multiple dates with him after that. Like I apparently I just have the some crazy I'm just blind. I think I need to get my eyes checked. I mean, I am blind, but now I really think I'm blind. I need to get my eyes checked because like who like who with who? What? That was really embarrassing. Um, for me, um, I don't really know if it was for him too. I mean, he told me, so I guess he's not embarrassed of it. Um, but yeah. And honestly, the last one was, this was also like a multi-date one. And I also ended it with this guy and I felt, I also feel really bad about it, but I feel like this is more valid than the curb car guy because like he was really nice. I shouldn't have ended with him. This guy, I feel like you guys will understand also, if you're watching on YouTube, the reason why the light keeps going off is because my iPad's dying and I use my iPad for my light to give us light for the camera work, but I guess it's just going to die. Actually, maybe I'll plug it in. I'll be right back. I'm going to plug in my iPad. Okay, I'm back. Um, okay, where was I? Oh, yeah. So um, this guy, I don't remember how we met, but I had, I had just gotten out of a relationship so, okay, I guess my iPad's just going to die. Sorry about it. If you're on YouTube, my iPad's just going to turn off. Um, but I went on this day. I went on a couple of dates with this guy. And I remember, like, you know, we had a lot of fun. I remember we, like, went swimming in a river. We went, like, to a batting cage. Like, we did, like, you know, your classic fun date stuff. And I thought it was going really well. And then maybe on, like, the fourth date, he texted me and he was like, do you want to meet my parents? And I was like what do you mean? Like we hadn't been going out for maybe more than a month at this point. So he was, so the fact that he asked if I wanted to go meet his parents, I was like, okay, like, aren't we moving a little fast? And I kind of had gotten the impression that we were like, he kind of thought we were moving faster than I did, but that was really like scary for me. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he was like, well, you're my girlfriend. So I want you to meet my parents. And that really shocked and scared me because we had not established that we were girlfriend, boyfriend yet. We hadn't even established that we were exclusive. And now on like the fourth day, he was trying to call me his girlfriend and ask me to meet his parents. And so I got really scared that we were moving too fast. And looking back, I should have just communicated that with him and expressed that to him. 
But I also think deep down to me, I didn't want it to be serious because I had just gotten out of a relationship and I wasn't ready to be that serious. So even if I had communicated that with him, I think that we were just never going to be on the same page about that. But anyway, so I got really scared and then I, um, I like ended things with him and that should have just been the end of it. But honestly, like the worst part of this entire story was that because when I was, okay, this is also kind of tea, but when I, this would have been summer 2020 and I went through a lot of shit summer 2020. I was, um, I was working at a pool at the time. Then all the people there like bullied me. Hella. Um, and I was really depressed during this time, low key. And I like, remember I remembered I was like constantly like people would constantly like start rumors about me and talk about me behind my back and like I had friends who like were like not really my friends um tea but um where was I even going with that oh yeah so I ended things with him and then him and his sister and like the some of the people that was working at the pool with me started a rumor that I cheated on him which first of all doesn't even make any sense because we were never exclusive in the first place and second of all it was really rough because it was like the end of the summer and so I finally thought I was like done with dealing with all those people at the pool and I started this horrible rumor and I remember because his sister because his sister and my sister were in the same grade and his sister literally came up to my sister in school in front of everyone and was like oh isn't your sister Brie Fish and then my sister was like yeah and then she was like oh yeah your sister cheated on my brother like in front of everyone she told that to my sister like okay and uh, I apparently the whole rumor started because this girl at the pool um was like working with his sister or something like that or like he t- she told the guy I was go- I was going out with that I cheated on him Honestly, that was the worst part of the entire story is that he thinks I cheated on him, which I didn't. I was literally, I was 16 at the time. Like, I I did not cheat on him. But I remember being actually so mad when I found that out. Um, And if any of those people from the pool are listening right now, they can actually suck a fat one. That's what Gabby Romano would say. Shout out to my friend Gabby Romano. She loves saying that. They can suck a fat one because that was actually made me so upset. And it was was not a brief fish slay for me. That was not a brief. Honestly, that whole... situationship was not a brief fish life for me um I hate I hate when guys will you'll go on like four dates and then they're like oh we're gonna get married and have six kids and two dogs and we're gonna have we're gonna open up a 401k and like put each other in our wills like that's not babe that's not how it works and I also like I don't understand like I feel like nowadays everyone like when you start dating someone you feel like you you like can only date them but like if you're not exclusive why do I, why can't I, why can't I go out with more than one person? Like, why can't I date around? Like, I feel like, like for older generations, that's normalized. And I feel like now it's like, when you start going out with someone, you only go out with them. But like, if you're not exclusive, Miss Girl, go have fun. Like, you can go out with multiple people at the same time. Like, you can go out with multiple Tinder dates at the same time. Ain't nobody said, like, you could have a roster. Ain't nobody said you can only have one person. And so I don't really know why I was getting so much hate for that. But like, karma is actually so real that's why I tell myself anytime I think about that time I'm like oh karma is actually so real because like I'm just 
thriving. Hashtag thriving. Brief is just thriving now. And so it makes me feel better about all these date stories. Like anytime I think about any of the guys and the embarrassing shit that either, well, most of it was embarrassing shit that I did. And I'm like, oh, like I actually like, I feel so bad for myself back then. But like, I honestly think that I really had to go through those moments to have the glow up that I did. And now I'm like living my life and having fun. And I'm actually so happy. But it was really rough back then for me in the dating world. And I probably spent like, like there was long amounts of time where I just did not date because I was so embarrassed because I was like, why are all these dates going wrong? But you know, it honestly, it makes for funny stories. And it obviously it makes for a great podcast app. So maybe it was worth it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope you guys had so much fun listening to all of my embarrassing stories. I'm so glad that I could entertain you. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Make sure to follow the Instagram. And you can also follow this podcast. Like depending on what platform you're listening to, you can follow this podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, or Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music. And if you want to like get updates when each episode is posted, you can A, follow my Instagram or B, just follow the pod on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Um, so then you can get updates when I post. But yeah, Queens, I again, if you celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a happy Christmas or just happy holidays or just happy break because honestly, we all need it. Um, 2023 has been a ride. It's actually been so fun. Um, but yeah, I'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Love ya. Bye.